Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. In another episode, Fire the Cannon. Glad to be back with you. A couple of weeks off. Uh, a lot of stuff has happened. We're going to get into all that today. And uh, a special treat for you today is as we move into a busy time of the year with football playoffs and volleyball just finished and cross country just finished. I got to have a got to have a partner. And uh, today and this week, it's Brett Swinney of NetSM. Brett, how are you today? Good. Doing well. Uh, good to good to be back with you today. We, you know, we did this a few weeks ago, and uh, not everybody was completely turned off by it. Maybe a, a person or two, but that's okay. But um, you know, it went it went okay. I felt like the first time. You know, we can talk. Uh, you know, Brook Hill sports back and forth. I feel like you know, they're they're probably getting used to hearing me. Um, you know, I've been doing some of the football games, and and uh, like you said, the other sports coming up. We got some basketball games on the schedule. Um, the Brook Hill tournament, the basketball tournament. We're going to be having the entire tournament on NSN. So a lot of things coming up with NSN, um, following you guys the rest of the way and during football here. So excited to uh, talk a little sports at Brook Hill today. Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. And, and I tell you, Britt, you and I have talked about this a lot. And, of course, you see the back end and the numbers and how many people are listening and all that kind of stuff. And uh, I don't know if the numbers are huge. I, don't, I mean, we don't have a huge population necessarily at Brook Hill, but – I will say the number of people who come up to me and say, hey, we're so glad you're doing this. We appreciate it. We even enjoy it. That's the, like It's one thing to tell me you appreciate it, Brett. To tell me you like it and you want to listen, that's even better. Uh, you know, but, man, it's it's so much fun to get to be a part of this, right? Like, and, and all that we're doing, and, and, and as football season ends, and, and, of course, with basketball season in full swing now, I don't know that I have more time, but – just to see how this thing grows as we go through the non-football season. It's one thing to do it in the fall when there's a you know the football game every week in volleyball, but as this thing grows and people continue to listen, it's something that we're really excited. I know you're excited about it. It's why you're helping us out with this. But, uh, man, and I know just from you doing games, the football games, you guys are getting worldwide love, right? I mean, oh, Brett, yeah. you're like, Brett, you're like famous in, in Brazil and Mexico, I feel like. Yeah, Germany, Finland. I mean, we've got, you know, all over the world we've had people watching um, – you know, we've had people ask about other sports, and and yes, we're going to be doing those. And and uh, honestly, the sports there's actually more going on. And you, when you add in the soccer aspect of it, you've got basketball coming in. You still got football. I mean, right now is is super busy um, in the sports world. And and you know, Brook Hill looks to maybe have a, a few rounds of football in them left. I mean, it's it's looking that way. We'll talk about it, but. You know, basketball that that girls' basketball team started off pretty pretty well. Their their coach is not bad. Yeah, he didn't really know what he's doing. Um, no, that's what people I've been told that a time or two. But you know, I mean, there there is a lot going on, and we're going to talk a lot about it today. There is so much to talk about, especially since we've had a week and a half off. Um, no coaches' interviews today. We're going to let me and Brett are going to kind of roll this thing, and it kind of gives 
you know, I know that I've, I've appreciated, you know, Mika Hubbard and Coach White and Coach Ryle doing that every week. And, man, sometimes just the way everybody's schedules are, it's hard for them to, to get on board. And, of course, with cross-country and volleyball done, we're going to transition more to the winter. Uh, but we want to be able to talk a little football today and talk some other sports as well. But I do want to make mention, Brett, before we get too far in, that uh, you mentioned following the football team through the playoffs. This Friday, home football playoff game against Arlington Grace Prep. Kickoff is at 7.30 on Friday. You can watch it on NetSN on the YouTube channel. I tell people all the time, just download the app, and then you can go from there. Download the NetSN app. I have been noticing, Brett, last time I think you were on with me, we talked a lot about getting some new people on the NetSN app. And as I was looking through the Pick'em contest this past week that you can do every week, including this week, by the way, get your picks in by Thursday. Um, but a lot of a lot of faces uh, from Brook Hill that I noticed, and we're still waiting to get to 10, like I mentioned, right? We want to get there. But I see uh, Jason Mize, who's one of our, our parents. Uh, daughter plays on the volleyball team and the basketball team. And uh, he had a little uh, – he, he got in there. Chris Bell, one of our parents as well. So – there's all kinds of guys. Tony Vining, you know Tony kind of well, I guess. All right, um, developer. Yeah, there you go. Leland Watley. So there's some names on there. But download the app. You can watch the game. And every football playoff game the rest of the way, uh, you can find that. But that's Friday night at 7 o'clock. Or, excuse me, 7.30 is kickoff for the playoff game. Um, and here's the great thing about it, Brett. Some people don't know this yet. If you're at the game and you're watching it live in attendance, you're in the stands watching, that's perfect. Do what I do when you go home or maybe the next day, get on YouTube and watch it. You yep. can see the whole thing. And, and you can uh, hear me and Vince. We'll be on the call. Uh, you get to hear what we have to say about what's going on at the game. It's honestly one of my favorite things to it's do. It's usually pretty hilarious. Uh, it is It is fun. Uh, by the way, you and I – so kind of behind the scenes a little bit here. You and I talk fairly regularly. However, we haven't talked much about this since we played the game in Houston against the Village School. And I just got to tell you, kudos to you, man, to to call a sixty-four to nothing game. Did you, did you go back and listen? I, to that? I did. How to bad call, was it? it? It wasn't bad. Honestly, you had the hardest job in in the history of broadcasting. Anytime you get a sixty-four to nothing game, and you're by yourself, that's oh, pretty impressive. Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, honestly, the there was a couple of girls that were from the village school that were up there. Um, I was talking to them about you know the school and. And um, they were very nice, and um, like we had some players missing on the roster and some things, and so um, just ad libbing, ad libbing the whole time. It was interesting. I, I <laughs> the the amount of fans that were there were still some people that made the trip. There were some yeah. there were some loyal fans, not very many. Um, I know there was a watch party at, at my family's uh, at my uh, brother and sister in law's uh, house. They had a watch party, so I'm sure there was a lot of watch parties going on. And uh, hopefully they enjoyed the coverage. I mean, it was it was a interesting game, um, just in, in aspect. I mean, it was, uh, and you'd give you'd forewarned me that you know this this is a game that was added on the schedule, and uh, it was a filler game. But I just it was hard. It was a really hard game to call because I just I felt for the other team, like you know, it was just like they just and there was a they have a boarding school kind of like uh, Brook yeah. Hill. Yeah. And a lot of foreign exchange or foreign students that are there. And I was talking to the girls as well. And, you know, some of these, they may never have even knew what football was. And they just kind of came over and played. And that's, I mean, they have, I think they said there's around 200 boarding students, I think is what uh, they were saying. 
yeah, they have a bigger boarding program than we do in terms of numbers. And, and we are fortunate, right? Half of our, I say half, I don't, I don't know if the numbers, I don't want to say half. A lot of our boarding students that come here because they want to play football in America have been around the game and, and that's great. But then we have some who come here and they've never played before. They want to try, which we encourage that also. But their population, that's the majority of their kids are kids who are just trying it. And and that's, you know, they're a tap 6A school by enrollment. They play an independent schedule because they they can't compete at that 6A level. I get that. And, and I'm you know, it's a great thing for those kids. I'm going to tell you, you mentioned they were being nice. After the game, before the game, their staff, their people, their kids – Super nice, super accommodating. Hey, I mean, oh, I yeah. have not one bad thing to say about them. Yeah, they were super nice. I mean, in the booth, they didn't have a spot for us, but like they had, they sat us up top, and they helped us get our equipment up. I mean, you've seen my big, my big, uh, massive case of equipment. That thing's not light, and uh, you know, it was just me and Rob. Uh, I, he actually was like right down from me, from where I was stationed, um, and basically, it was a standing standing room only like i i could have sat down but then i couldn't have seen the game so i was standing the whole game i had my ipad watching the rangers kind of you know keeping an eye on them on on, on there so i kind of talked about the game <laughs> trying to yeah. you know actually have something to say and then then chat with the girls and the and the staff i had a, a phenomenal experience i mean they were i mean the school was a nice i mean it was a nice setup i mean you know, I've been to several schools, and these taps, it's interesting. It depends on where they're located mm-hmm. and stuff of the schools. And yep. it was in a nice neighborhood there in Houston. I mean, it was it was a nice facility. Um, but, yeah, it was just it was just sad. I mean, it was like uh, the JV team probably could have dressed out and, and won mm-hmm. uh, you guys. I mean, it's just, you know, just that's the way it was. But go back and listen to it because I, I'm telling you, as a, as a broadcaster myself, the hardest thing to do – is to call a blowout game by yourself. I, I told my wife, we watched it the next day. I said, I don't know how Brett did it, honestly. Like, I'd, I would have had to slap a mic on Rob. I'd have to let him video and do something. I'd, I'd have given one of the girls a microphone. Heck, if I thought Coach Rob would, would have let me gotten away with it, I'd have just worn a mic on the sideline. That would have been interesting. Uh, you probably you probably weren't needed on defense, so you probably could have just came up and joined me, honestly. I don't think they needed you on, on, the, on the defense. I think the defense could have handled it with – Hey, you guys just run whatever you want to run on defense. Yeah, I'm not real sure they need me anyway. Um, I, you know, I guess that depends on who you ask. Uh, anyway. that game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in that game, I guess it was okay. Uh, but anyway, so let's don't, but watch the games on NetSN. Go back and watch the all the games that, that Brett and the NetSN guys have done. I think there's four now on the year that you guys have done, maybe even more than that. Atlanta, Grace. We did four home games and the two road games. So we oh, have six. six. Look at that. I'm, I can't even count. Um, sorry, I got both shoes on, so I can't count on my toes. But um, anyway, let's let's move on. We'll come back to football in a minute because obviously that's the big story this week. Um, cross country, we mentioned them. They finished up. They ran in the um, state cross country meet last week. I know we're a little behind on this, but we've talked about it all year long, and I don't want to gloss over this. Uh wasn't the best performance overall for our kids. And I think Coach White even hit on that. Like, courses are so different, right? Like, it's it's one thing to run our course at a certain pace and, you, you know, without knowing exactly what the course looked like. We could have been training on a, a, a hilly course where our bodies are conditioned a different way. Anyway, long story short, the girls finished 11th overall. I mean, that's, you know, that's nothing to be upset about. You know, to finish 11th as a team. Um uh, Koju Abagunde, who was the district champion uh, in our district, 
Uh, she finished 33rd overall. Tucker Dietz was the highest finishing boy. He finished in 52nd. The girls placed 11th. The boys placed 20th. So, obviously, a lot to grow on. You've heard him talk about it all year long. A lot of younger runners. There's a lot of talented runners coming up out of middle school. I expect the program to just continue to get better. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, our first state competition of the year, we finished 11th on the girls' side. And I'll say it again, our girls' programs in general just continue to uh, improve and do great things. And uh, even the boys finishing 20th. I mean, listen, if, if I go to a state competition and finish 20th as a team, we were there, we qualified, we'll deal with it later. Yeah, I mean – there's always room for improvement. I know we've we've talked about, um, or you have about the the middle school. Um, he's kind of mentioned that throughout the year of how they've been doing, and, and there's several girls that have been doing really well. So he's got some. If he's got some younger girls in the high school, um, and you've got some younger girls move coming up um, here in a few years, I mean, they could be really really good. So you just never know. Um, I just give them all the credit in the world. Like I can't imagine running all that way right now <laughs> just oh. i never liked it in high school i mean i we we did where we in basketball we were required to practice with a cross-country team every afternoon um when they were in season because it was kind of like our off-season basketball stuff and man oh man it was not fun i i you know running i mean i was in shape so i could do it it's just like ha having the dedication to go out there and run and that's all you're doing like for basketball, at least you're running for a purpose, right? You're, you're <laughs> playing defense. You're you get to shoot, score, do some other things. Like that's that's their that's the, what they do. They run. That's it. And so to me, it wasn't real fun. So I give somebody all the props in the world that can dedicate themselves to get up early and all these mornings and practice and run and run and do all these meets and different courses. And and you're right. I mean, there's a difference between running up a big hill and, and running the flat ground. I mean, it's. Yeah. And so if you don't know what you're really preparing for, you're never going to know or have an exact course. There may be a course that you have that's similar, but you get out to that course, you don't know how that's going to fit your running style. So I, I give them all the credit in the world. That's a great finish for the season, and and uh, Coach White's doing a great job. Man, the one thing, to wrap it up, the one thing I'll say about cross country I learned this year from Coach White and from our kids, it's such a mental thing, right? Like running cross country is such a mental challenge. It's It's – competing against yourself. It's competing against your mind. And it's something not everybody can do. You, you can be a great athlete and not be able to go run cross country. I've always wondered that, like, man, why can't all soccer players go out and run cross country? They, they, you know, it's just a mental thing. Like you have to just be, your mindset has to be so different. Running as a sport is so much different than just running in a game. So kudos to Coach White and what they're doing with the cross country program. And I have no doubt we'll be talking about them again next year. Uh, as, as they as they continue to improve. And when we get to track season, some of those same kids you'll hear as Coach White has them going as well. Um, let's talk about volleyball. They finished up as well Halloween night. Uh, volleyball lost in the area round of the playoffs to Arlington Grace Prep. And Grace Prep, the defending 4A state champions from last year, uh, yeah. they didn't have – they didn't lose anything at all in, in terms of their, their players – Man, and, and that's a tough – I say this all the time about TAPS playoffs, Brett. You and I talk about this all the time. If you have to go on the road and play at somebody else's place, that home playoff game is so important. And to have to go to the defending state champions, uh, you know, the, the first game, I, we were playing a basketball scrimmage and I was kind of following the score before we were playing in between, you know, scrimmages or whatever. 
And we started on the first set was like 13-13, like it was close at the beginning. Uh, and, of course, it ended up 3-0, Grace Prep. But, man, this team, and I'll say this, and I say it in all sincerity, what they did coming from last year, not making the playoffs, Coach Hubbard's first year, trying to figure each other out, them trying to figure out her, her trying to figure out them, to where they're at now where they were not only competing in games and playing well in games, they were um, beating some of the top teams in the district in different – and they were winning sets, you know. So yeah. it's it's a it's a, a team and a program that's on the rise. And I know it's a, it, they're not happy losing in the area round 3-0, even though it's a, a good team like that. By the way, Grace Prep's playing in the state semifinals – on Friday at one o'clock. So it's not like they're, it's not like they didn't, they didn't win after that. They, they swept Dallas Christian the next week and they played McKinney, uh, two of our district teams as we go along, but yeah. And play um, as we covered that game uh, in Brook Hill. And so, you know, I know how good they are and they swept them. So, I mean, I think they, to me, it, it was the seeding. And we kind of talked about it coming down the stretch. They were wanting to get that third seed and you get that four spot and you got to go play number one. That's tough. And then you got to go to their place. And then it's just defending state champions. I mean, that's a tough draw because, I mean, with the way TAPS is, I mean, you play the, you play the best really quick. It's not yeah. like you know, in UIL where you've got all these teams and maybe you can win a couple games and then you play that state cut. It's like you may get them right away. And mm-hmm. uh, I was giving props for they They stuck it out and had some injuries, I think, down the stretch too, Jeremy. Uh, it, it kind of kind of hurt them coming down the stretch as far as uh, – that seeding goes. Yeah. You know, Gracie Dawson was limited some toward the end of the year. Um, and, and I think just, you know, ha- having to play Dallas Christian twice in that last week and, and back to back nights and all that, and it, it kind of went funky at the end, right? They, yeah. they had a week and they kind of got right. And, and you know, I, I feel like at least when they, when they played Grace Prep, they had, they were playing with a full deck, right? Like it was, but it's a team that that when you look at who's left and who they've played, they probably are going to win the whole thing again, right? Like you lost to the best team, and I've always said this: if I'm going to lose in the playoffs, I'm going to lose to a team that's going to win it all, you know. Um, but that doesn't make it any easier. They they lose four seniors. Um, you know, Gracie Dawson is a, a huge piece of what they've done for you know the last few years. She's going to be gone. They'll have to find a way to replace that production. Uh, Mia Verbova, another one. They're going to have to figure out a way to handle that. So, uh, you know, Drayton Roy and, and uh, Carly Ogletree, the other two seniors, they'll figure they'll figure something out. A lot, right? of, a lot of around the net they're going to lose. Up yeah. Front. And, and that was why it was so huge, I think, for, for Coach Hubbard to get to play some of those younger players early, you know. Uh, Cameron Buskey played a lot down the stretch for them as a freshman. Gemma James played a lot as a freshman. So, um, you know, you, you got some, you know, you'll get Julianne Mize back next year. There was some JV height that you'll get to add up to that roster next year. And and as we move forward into class five next year, we haven't talked about realignment yet. Good grief. We'll talk about that a little bit later, maybe. But that's that could you, be a whole that could be a whole show. It could be a whole show. But as as you move forward to a new district that quite honestly, there's still some good teams there, but you lose the McKinney's and you lose the Prince of Pieces and the Dallas Christians that have been so good for so long. Like there's optimism there because of what they have moving to a new group of teams. So just a great season overall for them. Very happy about what they've done. Yeah, that's awesome. I like I said, we've got to catch a couple of the, the volleyball games. We did one um against All Saints and 
I was impressed. Like I said, I think that'll be the main key is to replace the the height up front because they had some they had yeah. some real tall girls up front. And you mentioned, you know, three of those four seniors are were, you know, key cogs of that front line. And so that's what they're gonna have to replace. Um from what I saw, Mize played well in spurts um to to kind of you know help help with that. But I think, you know, again, new district, new new group of girls. I mean, um, I think Coach Hubbard's now established, you know, you got maybe a little tradition that tradition now. You hey, we made the playoffs last year. Maybe it gets some of these girls that maybe were on the edge about playing volleyball. Maybe you get some more girls to filter into the program. Um, because you know what winning winning brings people in, you know. Who wants to play on a team that's that's loses all the time? I mean, that's it's hard to recruit kids into play if you've got a, a program that's not in, in a winning program. So the better that you do, they had a great see what 30, 30 plus wins, right? I mean, they had yeah. And so I think it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot easier to get those girls to come in. And, and as you know, winning creates people that wanna they wanna join you, you know, yeah. to be in a in a winning program. So Shout out to Coach Hubbard. I think she did a great job, and and things are looking up there for the volleyball program. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to watch them next year as they go along. Okay, so let's talk a little football, Brett. Um, football team last week, well, we, we talked about the Village game and, and kind of what that looked like, but um, the district finale was this past Friday. We traveled up to McKinney to take on a McKinney Christian team that uh, was, was fighting for their lives, to be honest with you. They needed a win. Uh, just based on the tiebreakers and what we think they look like, if they would have won, they would have been in the playoffs. Um, and for us, it was playing for a home playoff game, which we just talked about how important it was to get that home playoff game. Because um, last year, last year y'all y'all didn't get that home playoff game. Yeah, we didn't, and and you know we were fortunate enough to go on the road and win last year. But then you start looking at beyond the home playoff game, it's about seeding going forward, right? Um, it's what is the matchups. What are the it, matchups? What do they look like going for Who you want to avoid to play later, kind of? Yeah, right? I mean, you know, we could argue about this all day long. You got to you got to beat the best to win it all. Um, but why not give two teams a chance to beat them instead of one? You know, I mean, that's just because exactly. you, you never know when they line up, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why you have to play the game, even if you're zero and ten or ten and zero. You got to play it either way. Um, anyway, so so Friday. We look up and we're down fourteen to nothing, Brett. And I mean, like we're down fourteen to nothing, like pretty quick. Kind of scary how quick it happened, to be honest with you. Um, but fortunately, we found a way. We got it to twenty-one to fourteen at the half, or excuse me, twenty-one to seven at the half, and um, end up going up twenty-eight twenty-one in the fourth. They scored with about a minute and gosh, I don't know how long. About two minutes left to tie it up. And then we both got a chance at it uh, in that last two minutes and it went to overtime. And we got a couple of big runs and had a long run, a penalty, brought it back. And then we had uh, Braxton Durrett wrapped it up with his fourth touchdown of the night in overtime. And then Marcelo Martinez, our man, middle linebacker, uh, picked off the first pass on their possession to end the game. And, um, man, a 35-28 win. He may be the most popular uh, guy on that scene. I think he has the biggest fan oh, club. Man, he's he was popular in defensive room on Saturday. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we kid Marcelo a lot that he can't catch. And um, actually, I heard a kid tell him in practice uh, this week that um, 
he only can catch one ball a month, and luckily he he used that one up last Friday night. So we can't throw him again. <laughs> we have to get into December before we can throw it to him again. So uh, if we're in the state championship, he'll get a pass, I guess. But, uh, man, just a huge play on his part. And we get out of there with a 35-28 win. And, man, such a, a lesson learned, I think. Um, just hearing our players talk about the fact that it was a wake-up. Like, it's one thing for coaches to say, hey, this is this needs to be your wake-up call. It's it's You know you have buy-in and you know you have kids who are committed to the program when they themselves say, we're not going to let that happen again. We're not going to be that flat again. Like, we don't care if the team we're playing is good. We don't care if the team we're playing is bad. We're going to be ready to go. And when I heard one of our kids say that this week, I thought, okay, we're fine. Like, yeah, we still got to pla- We still got to practice. Still got to play. We got everything right, but we don't have to worry about that part. And that's such a huge part of a high school football game. Well, and at least you were able to learn that and still got the win. Yeah, um, it would have been a really painful lesson learned um, had that not gone y'all, y'all's way. And then you know the whole home playoff came out the window scenario. So, I mean, that's shout out to them. I mean, you, you, and we talked about this a little bit earlier off the air, but you know, you got, you got into a game, you, you played gals covenant. I think it was uh, three or four weeks ago that we covered that game. Yeah. You go into that game, you play, I, I want to say the best game you played all year, complete game. I mean, yeah, I think so too. nothing. I mean, it was, you, you dominated the game. I mean, didn't let them do anything. Then you go out and you have to play a, a Dallas Christian team who is amazing, best team in the state. Yep. Yep. Okay. And then you get demoralized. Yep. Then you get to bounce back and play a team that was almost mm-hmm. below your level. So you've got some hard to focus moments here, which is could have yep. what led to where you ended up that last game is. Honestly, in two weeks, they hadn't had a game that was – or in three weeks, hadn't had a game that was close or that you dominated the one, which is a great effort. Then you got beat really badly by a really good team. Maybe should have been a little bit closer. Maybe you guys – I mean, didn't play – from what I gather, didn't play – I didn't get to see that game, but didn't play Brook Hill football. I mean, made some mistakes. Could have been a lot better. Let it get away early. Yep. Um, and then you go play a team that you should beat by 100 if the score – Board wouldn't have been <laughs> the whole game. It would have been. And yeah. so, like, I, you can see there's there's reasons why it possibly went that way with you guys. And yeah. that's, I mean, it's hard because you try to schedule those games to help you prepare yourself. But then you get that one game at the end that kind of was like a, let's just, we got to get a game in. You know, we, we don't want to not have enough games. So I don't know if that was a factor, but I mean, it could have been really. I mean, you, you go into that game and it's like, now you need this game to get that home playoff game, and they come out and just hit you in the mouth, 14-0, and you're behind the eight ball. But the resilience of you guys that you're able to withstand that, still not get down, and then work your way back and win it overtime, um, good momentum builder there. I mean, I, I see it as a springboard. You know, it's, it's it's good to see that, you know, the kids are all excited about it, and, um, you know, it's it's a good way to enter the playoffs. You don't want to enter on a loss, and it's and it's an exciting one. If they win, if they made, I, I want to say if they played better, it would have maybe not have been as big momentum. Now they played bad, they can learn from it, and it's momentum. So I think you can, I think you can spin it into a positive. 
No, I, I think it is a positive. And here's the funny, here's the funny thing. I'm glad you said that because uh, Kyle Copeland, who is one of our new coaches, our receivers coach, after the game Friday, we're outside the dressing room and 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 the kids are, you know, changing, we're getting ready to leave and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, Copeland says, you know, I feel like that was a great like we needed that test, right? We needed to be in a close game and fight through it. And we kind of laughed and said, Yeah, that's easy to say because we won. You know, like Yes, that's an easy that's an easy thing for saying, and I think it was great. If you look back on it, we haven't been tested since the Atlanta game, and that was in Week Five. I mean, that was back in September. Now, we didn't represent ourselves well against Dallas Christian. I think anybody who was there knows that. We didn't. I thought the Covenant game, as you mentioned, we were it was a complete game for us. We were locked in. We were trying to preserve the shutout. That was great. But then the DC game, and then um, the Village game, and, and whatever. But I thought what was good about last week was, and I think Coach Rowell would probably say this too, when we needed to get focused and we realized we weren't focused, then we got that way. Like down 21 to 7, uh, Coach Rowell was very polite and gentle when he went in the locker room. There was no loud voices or anything. That's a joke. Um, but <laughs> um, we we came out, we were a completely different team in the second half, and we just kind of imposed our will offensively. Now, defensively, we still had our hands full with Noah Wheeler and, and their quarterback and their, all that stuff, like no doubt about that. But we held them in check in the second half as opposed to what they did to us in the first half. But our offense just got – we lined up, we just said we're just going to run the ball and run the ball and run it. We ran it for, you know, 300 yards, which is a great night for us. Braxton Red had four touchdowns. Carlos Affrey had the fifth one. Um, defensively, we made plays when we had to. Alexander Hutaniemi has – three sacks and five tackles for loss. He had a phenomenal game on defense uh, and just guys stepped up in the big moment. And that's what you want. And, you know, who knows what happens down the road. Once you get in the playoffs, you know, there's some guys on NetSN that we have different shows. We talk about this. Once you get in, you're zero, zero. It doesn't really matter. Like so many things can happen now going forward, good or bad. And you kind of control, not kind of, you do control your own destiny going forward. Like whatever, whatever you want to do, it's up to you now. And I'm, I'm glad that our mindset, at least from our kids, this is coming out on Tuesday morning, we're releasing this podcast. So we've had one practice today on Monday. We're recording it Monday night. And I thought we were locked in, ready to go. And that's all you can ask. When you, when you are going to line up and play in the playoffs, just be locked in and ready to go. And I feel like we are. And it's good to see that that Braxton's um, getting the ball and getting that touches. I know he's kind of fighting the injury bug early in the season. And so – had a lot of guys step up, but when he was needed this week, you know, four touchdowns. I mean, that's and you said two hundred mm-hmm. yards. I mean, that's 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 great because you know he's he struggled this year, and you can just tell he hadn't been hundred percent. I mean, he has it. He plays, you know, nine to nothing. You know, that kid. If there's a brick wall, he's running through it. I mean, that's yeah. how he plays, and you love that. But he's you know he's kind of been banged up a little bit, so it's good to see that you know. At the time when you need him, it's playoff time. Um, he's at you know maybe the top of his game, and he's all year. I don't know that he's had a better game than that all season. It was his best game that I've seen him play probably ever, and it was you know a lot on the line there. We 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 had a lot of things that were on the line there, so it made it even more impressive. And I'll say this, Brett, to your point, they always say in football you're only healthy on day one, right? Nobody's ever really completely healthy after day one. But also, I don't want to say names because, you know, all of our Grace Prep friends that may be listening, I don't want to talk about this. But we're at a point to where we do have a lot of guys banged up. 
but they're working through it and you would never know it when they're playing. Yeah, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, do we know they're banged up? Yeah, but on Friday night, you don't know it. And we also have some guys that are starting to get healthy. And that, you know, somebody today at practice said, we're just, I feel like we're starting to peak. And I was like, you know what? Perfect. Let us peak in week 12. That's the, that could be the best thing for us. That's ideal, right? I mean, that's when you want to peak. Uh, so it, it's going to be a fun game. Now, I'll, I'll say this. We haven't talked a lot about the opponent in Grace Prep Friday night. People, I saw we posted who we were playing on Facebook this weekend, and golly, I hated it. Our, our man uh, our man Swink posted this, by the way, Bray. You know Aaron, I think. But oh, yeah. Aaron posted, like, looking forward to a repeat of week six. And I'm like, oh, no. Like, they're not the same team they were in week six. And our kids know this, and this is not a secret, so I'm not saying it. They – They've changed quarterbacks. They moved their offensive line around. They had two 300-pounders on the right side. Now one plays on the left, one plays on the right. That may not seem like a big deal to everybody listening right now, but to me as a defensive line coach, it makes a huge difference. because and you, know why, you know why he's excited, right? He's my special guest in the booth Friday night. Man, that's going to be fun. Good for him. He's going to be, he's going to be coming up there and hanging out with us. Uh, Good for him. You know, Jacksonville's uh, season's now over, so his uh, play-by-play duties are uh, – are done so he's so free now huh he's free yeah, he's gonna come and hang out with us but but grace prep was a different looking team and if you remember the first game we played him number four was one of their receivers uh big athletic looking kid man just a great looking kid they moved him to quarterback and it's funny because after we played him we were like man if i if we had number four we just give him the ball every play well they found a way to do that they put him at quarterback were they listening to you did they did they have you your your phone tapped or something. Well, maybe. I don't know. But so so they're going to look different. And, and I'm just telling you, everybody's listening. And everybody's going to, like, please do not just sit in your car or tell people that, hey, we already played this team once and beat them 27-7 to because we might beat them again 27-7. might be worse. I don't know. Maybe closer. But they're not the same team. Whatever happens is not what you saw in week six. And I'll say this. Not only are they a better team, I think we're a lot better now. Like, I think – both of those things are true. I think they're better, but I think we're better. And I think you can throw that game out the window, and then it's going to be two different teams than what you saw in week six. So, you know, it's 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 exciting uh, to have a home playoff game. We haven't had one in a couple of years. Um, Coach Rowland and I were talking about this. It's only the second home playoff game since he's been here. So it's a big deal. It doesn't happen very often for us. You know what it is? It's, 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 an, it's a net in effect. Well, whatever. We'll take it. Uh, please, you know, every year. I'm hoping, and, and I don't want to think, hoping that that, uh, that that coach Coach Jacob is not listening. You know, we 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 <laughs> first our first ever playoff game, uh, and and we, you know, we were there, and it didn't go so well for the guard. I, I'm hoping this one goes better. This one, this one will go better. Brett, I mean, here's the thing: like, we're we still confident. We're still confident that if we show up and do what we're supposed to do, we're going to win a football game. But you got to do those things right. Like there's a lot of that's a big that's a big butt in the playoffs, right? Anything can happen. So we need a big crowd. It's a lot of pressure to us being the home team. I mean, it's an advantage, but the pressure's on you obviously as well because you got your, all your home fans are there. Um, and I think that's kind of what happened when we went back to last basketball season. But really, that's what happened. The the uh, who was it? Covenant, I believe. Was it? No, yeah. was it? Uh, Covenant. Covenant. Yeah, it was Covenant. yeah. And they hung in the game, and then it got in the second half, and they just chipped away, and they stayed in it. And then you could just see the the, the pressure, like you know, Brook Hill's got all these fans here, and they're just they just took the air out of it. 
and they just made more shots at the end of the game. And and uh, so, you know, that's why it's so important for them to come out, focus, take care of business, because the longer you let someone linger in a game like that, I mean, it's house money to them. They're coming on the road, traveling two hours. You know, they're the they're the lower seed. And so, you know, you, we want to come out and take it and hit them in the mouth early and not do what they did last week because you don't want to you don't want to get down that early in, in a playoff game. You know, and and you're right. The start will be important. You know, and, and Coach Ralph harped on this after even right after the game in the moments after the game, he told our guys, "If you start like this next week, we're going to be in trouble." And um, that that's what I appreciate about Coach Ralph. And and look, I'm I'm friends with Coach Ralph away from the field and away from the school and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that I appreciate as someone who has a son playing for him, right? is that he uses every moment he can to, to teach our kids something at that about it. You know, like it's nothing's wasted. And Friday night, the lesson was this goes to show that if you aren't focused and you aren't ready, anything can happen. And we were fortunate to pull it out. You can't – there are teams across the world in every sport at every level. You can't depend on pulling one out at the end every time. You just can't. And so the start's important. And I expect us to have a strong start. I cannot stress the importance of get your tail out to the stadium and be in the stands for the game. Like, And don't forget to get there for the tailgate. Man, the tailgate, the pep rally during the tailgate. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Pep rally, too. Man, it's going to yeah. be all kinds of stuff going on. So, um, get, so, so leave work early. Get out to Brook Hill. Tailgate, pep rally, football game. Man, where else would you – there's nowhere else you could be Friday night, right? I, no, nowhere. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm 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 thinking back to all the playoff games that I've been a part of. Been fortunate to be a part of a lot of playoff games in my time at Brook Hill. Um, and to me, I'm most excited about this one because we've had a home playoff game before. If I remember right, I don't I don't know Brett, but like I don't think the weather was great. Like it was, it was butted up against the weekend. Like we didn't have a lot of people there, and it was just kind of a dead atmosphere. And that's we need the opposite of that this no. time. We need. We need it packed um, because it's going to be a good – I think it's going to be a good football game. Uh, you know, it, it has that potential. It's two, two, two quality football teams, regardless of who wins. Um, it's two good football teams, and that's yeah. that's all you can ask for. Well, and, and the good news is if you can't make it, there's no way you can possibly make it. You can still watch it on NSN. Uh, I'll be on the call. Me and Vince will be there, and uh, we'll have the game live. And uh, I'm excited. It'll be our first football playoff game on NetSN. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah, it is, actually. First football playoff game. That's On that SN, yes. That's pretty fun. That's, yeah. that's exciting. Um, but but that's, you know, there, there's a lot of things we talk about, but, you know, without giving too much away. But I'm excited about Friday. Get out there. Kick off at 730. I, I'm going to pull up social media while I'm doing this. This is, this is like um, – this is like – terrible radio here um but i want to pull i want to pull up the social media post and make sure that i'm right um on you're the gonna time on schedule yeah i want to say it was tailgate then it was uh then the pep rally and then it was the game and i can't i can't remember what the times because no. i didn't see the post we're posting a ton on facebook which is good but i just can't find it all right here we go um friday five o'clock tailgate start 6.15 pep rally start. And my favorite part of Friday nights, other than the game itself, 
lower school cheer, and guard dogs. All right. Brett, Brett, do you pay attention much to the guard dogs? Have you ever watched this? Or are you too busy getting everything set up? I, I have, actually. Um, you know, with having a nephew on the team, I, I, I do know that the dark, guard dog program. Um, and so um, I think it's cool. I think it's a really neat program. I, I, I like it. The fact that, you know, you don't realize it when you're out there as a football player, but, like, all these little kids just, like, idolize you and think you're, like, yeah. it's like us – the way we think about like Dirk or somebody like famous, like a famous person to them, that's like a live person right there. They're like, Oh, that's who I want to be like. And so I think it's a really cool program that the younger kids get to walk out in the field with them and, and just kind of, they get to mentor these little, these little kids. I, I think it's a really neat program. And I think it's cool because, you know, one of these days they could be, on the field and mentoring another kid. So it's just basically, it just passes it down. It's, it's so awesome that we do that. And, you know, there's a bunch of reasons why I'm, I'm fortunate now we've been here long enough that uh, my son, Luke, who now is a varsity player for us was a guard dog. He got to do that as a, as a lower school student for so long, he got to do it. And, and he has guys he still looks up to because of that. But now as a high school student getting to do that and return the favor it's so cool. And and it's one of the things I love about just our community in general is that we get to do that. Um, and so it, it's a great deal. But this week is special, Brett. Usually when they come out with the football players to the track, they get to run around the track to go to their parents. Well, this week they get to run through the tunnel. Oh, so, the tunnel. Now that's like the ultimate kid thing. They would that, – that, wow, that's awesome. That's a that's a big deal. Gonna run out, they're going to run out with the team or before the team? I'm guessing before the team. Um, we have some big boys, and I don't think <laughs> they, they – I don't want to see Gabriel Santos and Aaron Pacarinen and, and uh, Alexander Hutaniemi running over some first graders. Uh, that that <laughs> would get us in trouble, potentially. Um, but well, – I thought they might do a slight, like, jog with them out there, like with their hand-in-hand hand or something. I don't know. Well, that's a sprint for some of our guys, but – um <laughs> anyway that's, uh that's cool though that they get to come out like that we have a um in chapel hill we have the um it's a the younger football the flag football team yeah. and some of those yeah. that will run out in the tunnel like that before um they don't have anything like the guard dog program but they they do get to run out and that's a full sprint so it's always like a race to see who can get to the end um so then you could see who your future players are you know that's oh, a I good that's a good tool that's a scouting tool brad i ain't gonna yeah. throw that long uh, yeah. so people people know this that are, that are real my wife is in charge of that program and one <laughs> i'm gonna tell on ourselves a little bit it's kind of funny but one of the things now she starts to tell me is those kids man always just take off running across that track full speed and brett you have a little one like you know how this is like for whatever reason little guys just can't stay on their feet like <laughs> They just get tripped up. And it's yeah. got to the point now where, like, when I come out, you know, the, you, you've seen the entrance, but the, the people listening have seen the entrance. The kids come out, and then the coaches are behind them. And by the time the coaches get out there, we got so many football players and guard dogs. Now they're all gone, right? Yeah. My new favorite thing is, like, how many guard dogs bit the dust today? And, it, you know, <laughs> we hey, <laughs> you got to have the trainer, just have the trainer ready at the other end so when they come around, who's who's injured? We don't say that in hopes that they fall, but it's just that the first few weeks, a lot of them were falling. But I am proud to report that the last two home games, 
We've had zero falls. Oh, so, all right. All right. Hey, listen, you either lose or you learn. It's one of the two, right? So they're so learning. You've just, so you've just announcer jinxed this week. <laughs> so when all these kids bite the bullet, we can all say that it was uh, Coach Hubbard that was uh, was on him. Well, the good news is they're going to be on the turf. It won't hurt near as bad. Um, yeah, true, true. Turf is definitely softer than the track. Um, it's honestly, there's a lot of things that's softer than the track that, the rocks are supposed to be soft on there, but knee skin ups are not um, very yeah. nice on those. Yeah, there's a reason why we wear all that turf tape, I guess. Um, but anyway, a lot, lot of talk about that. But Friday, 7.30, be there, tailgate at 5 o'clock. Um, I just actually, this is the great news about recorded uh, audio. I just got an email while we're sitting here, so I, I seem kind of distracted. I definitely was. Uh, Phil Hicks of the Tyler Moore Telegraph uh, just emailed me and Coach Ryle. And uh, let us know that he's going to use the Brook Hill offensive line as the offensive line of the week. All right. All right. That's a great deal. Just talking about those guys. Yeah, that's a huge deal for those guys to get to do that. Um, and, you know, one of the things I tell our kids, it's one thing for us to recognize you. It's one thing for our, our families to recognize you. But when other people outside the program recognize you, that's a huge deal to me. Yeah. I think that's awesome. And those guys, we, we featured them on the program cover a few weeks ago. Uh, not to brag on myself, but I feel like one of the things uh, I was put in charge of getting the cover for the programs this year, and one of the things early on we decided we wanted to do was we got to put the big uglies up there. They've done a great job all year. And uh, C.J. Bird, Aaron Packer-Rennan. Or the big ugly guys, as Vince would say. Well, they're, they're all pretty big and ugly, um, and I would tell them that that's not something – except Aaron. You know, Aaron, he's, he's not. But C.J. Bird, Aaron Packer-Rennan, Luke Cundiff, Alexander Hutaniemi, Gabriel Santos – and a bunch of guys who have filled in throughout the year. Luke Middleton played a big role in that before his injury earlier in the year. Um, Eli Halls had to play in there some. Cooper Kretzinger, Ben Kretzinger. A lot of guys have been a part of that. But those five last week were absolutely phenomenal uh, in the win. So, enough football for now. Because there are a few other things going on. Um, you know, this is not about me. but I do coach some great kids. And the girls' basketball team did start play last week. Um Couple of scrimmages, and I'll be honest with you, Brett. You and I talked about this in the scrimmages, man. I wasn't. I had some people text me like, "Are you worried yet?" And I was like, "Well, yeah, I worry. That's what I do." But scrimmages were kind of hit or miss. I felt like it was kind of 50-50. We opened the season this past Saturday. Uh, we had West Rusk at home, a team that beat us by twenty points uh, last year to open the season, and uh, just a huge win for us on Saturday, seventy to twenty, um, mm. Mm. and just. You know, listen, I, kind of like we're talking about with the focus on the football team, like not that I was worried about our focus, but I was curious what our focus level would look like. Um, and, you were, and you were missing a player as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's kind of been interesting because, you know, Carmen Miller was was out this week. She had an opportunity to do some things that, that she needed to be a part of, and we encouraged her to do that. Um, Juliana Mize had just been with us for one day of practice because – uh, volleyball season, and then uh, you know people knew that Lila Morris was was coming off an injury, so we liter- literally she got cleared on Friday night before we played on Saturday. So we were a little bit shorthanded and, and kind of you know not at a hundred percent, and uh, our shooting percentage shows that it was actually pretty bad. Scoring it's it's rare bread. I feel kind of bad saying we you know we didn't shoot the ball well. We scored seventy points, but um, yeah. <laughs> I feel I'm like sorry. we could score five. You had a couple of girls that uh, lit it up, though, for you. And it was a slow starting for them. You know, like 
you know, Brennan Hill, you know, had 26 points to lead us. Savannah Onley had 25. And they both, like, you know, this is what coaches do. We just watch the film over and over again, and it never gets better. It always gets worse, right? And I just felt like, man, we literally have – we're acting like we've never shot a basketball before in the first six minutes of the game. Like, I don't know what's going on. So, um, you know, big things coming for that well, group. Good news. good news, it's – it's week one, as Corey would say, W-E-A-K. So, you know, yeah. we can throw this one out, you know, get, get all the lumps and stuff. Once once you get in the middle of that, uh, that tournament schedule, y'all have it firing. I'm excited to get to see you guys this year. Yeah, so we're we're in action. Um, like I said, this, mor- this Tuesday morning right now we're releasing this. We play Tuesday uh, at home, 7 o'clock tip against Bishop Gorman. So if you're free or Tuesday night, come on out and watch. Uh, I feel like we'll at least put on a show. Uh, who knows what it's a good one or a bad one or a circus, one of the cross two. Town, but Crosstown rivalry, at least. Crosstown rivalry. And, and, you know, rankings don't mean a whole lot, especially now, but we're ranked number nine in our class. They're ranked number nine in their class. So, uh, you know, two teams that are at least garnering a little respect early on. They, they're they 1-0. They beat uh, Athens uh, Christian on uh, Friday night. They got a big win there. Uh, and then we're actually home again this Saturday again at noon. Uh, so two home games for us this week. Tuesday night at 7 against Bishop Gorman. Saturday at noon at home against Fruitvale. Fruitvale's team beat us last year, too. They beat us by three at their place. So we're kind of on that revenge tour right now, Brett, trying to get some of those back. Um, hey, it's, it's, it's easy It's easy to uh, prep the girls for those kind of games, too, though, because um, they all remember, or at least most of them do. They do. Uh, and, and you know, they're – <laughs> there's always things that are said, right? There's always things that are said by different people. Um, and so I expect us to be really focused uh, tonight against Gorman. Um, and then, you know, preaching about the loss last year to Fruitville is one thing. I do want to make mention, forget, forget about the varsity for a minute because whatever. We'll have plenty of time to talk about them. Uh, my middle school group actually played tonight, Monday night, while we're recording this. Uh, our, 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 we don't have a seventh or an eighth grade team or whatever. Our Navy team – uh, which is our, our, I don't even want to say A team. That's not really what it is. But uh, our Navy team went 3-0 and tonight. They beat um, they beat Gorman tonight, 35-12. So they're 3-0 and on the year now. They beat Grapeland, 45-5. They beat Cumberland, 32-5. And then 32-15 mm. tonight. So mm. that's a, it's a special group, too. And really all of our middle school kids, I've been really impressed with them as we've gone along. And we'll talk more about them in the next few weeks. But – uh, they, they did a really good job. So we're excited about that. Coach Agnew and his group. Of course, it's a little different for Coach Agnew for the boys. They got to wait till football's over to get everybody back. Uh, his middle school boys actually started practicing today. So I know he's excited about that um, and the things that, that they're going to accomplish. But that boys basketball team is going to be fun to watch too, Brett. I mean, I think you're in for an exciting basketball season between the girls and the boys. Like, there's a lot of nights. If you can come out and watch it, especially our tournament, we're going to be playing back-to-back every day of the tournament. Um, and then once we get in the district, man, I think it could be really fun to watch this year. Yeah, I'll be interested to see what Coach Agnew has up his sleeve. You know, he had lost a couple of key pieces off last year's team, so um, he's going to have to have some guys step up, and and um, I know there's a couple of pieces that, you know, we have talked about that they've got they're going to they're gonna add to the team, but they got they got Noah Langemeyer back, so. Um, Beck Langemeyer. Oh, sorry. The other one, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Noah's at U- Noah's at UT. I don't think he wants to come back, but yeah. you know, he might. I don't know. 
But uh, but yeah. So you you've got the 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 younger Langdemeyer back, and so I think you know he's going to need some other pieces around him. Um, the thing that I look for as far as what they're going to do is is uh the point guard. Um, you got to have somebody that can handle the ball and and uh, do that. So it'll be interesting to see what he's got up his sleeve. I know Coach Agnew is a great coach, and he'll find some. But hey, his season might be delayed for a little bit. Hopefully, for you guys' sake, it is. It could be, you know, I'm at least fortunate enough to be able to be doing both. Um, I say fortunate. I am fortunate. I am fortunate. I am, so, <laughs> hey, man, you, you know me, and and I tell our basketball parents this every year, like, don't mistake the fact that I'm doing both as I'm half in either one. Like, I'm 100% both of them. The problem is I don't have 200% to give. So, like, Saturday after, like, we play, <laughs> we played the football game Friday night. We had a basketball game Saturday at noon. I came home at, like, 3 o'clock, and I was, like, a zombie until like nine o'clock Saturday night. I just, I'll sleep when I, I'll sleep when I'm dead, Brett. I don't have any time to sleep right now. I, um, I understand. I, that's kind of how I am around. I mean, it's just like, you know, this week's a, a packed week. Um, we had, we have a recording this, we recorded another show earlier tonight. Um, you know, Wednesday nights, our wrap up show on that. Then we have every week. And uh, then me and you are going somewhere Thursday night. You know, I'm kind of excited about this. Uh, Thursday night, I get I, I told I text you on Sunday. I was like, man, I got the itch. Like, find us a game to go do since we're playing Friday night. We'll have an early practice night Thursday. It'll be perfect. You and I are going to be at uh, the Tomato Bowl in Jacksonville covering Garrison and Leon. Most of you listening have no idea or any care at all about that. That's okay. You don't have to like it. I'm excited about it. We're That's excited. We're excited. excited. Hey, uh, you get, get us together in the booth, and it's going to be entertaining. So, you know, it should be a lot of fun. I hope so. A um, few of the things to make mention of before we before we get out of here for the week, because we're, we're pushing an hour, and I don't want to do that to everybody. But um, <laughs> most of you know, last year, uh, the defending TAP State cheer champion uh, guard cheer team, uh, they're preparing for uh, their competition. That's on Monday, December 4th. Um, the coach is – Fairly important. My, I'm just kidding. She's really important in my life, my wife, Tiffany. Um, and we're going to be visiting with her uh, in the next couple of weeks, either next week or the week after, uh, as, as we kind of lost or we're, we're transitioning to, to the winter sports. Um, we have some time to interview her and, and to talk to her about kind of what they're doing because I think people forget, Brett, one of the hardest things to do in the world is to repeat in anything. Oh, yeah. Right. Your right. target's on your back all the time. Everyone's yeah. going to give you their best shot. It's it's a challenge, but I, we'll give her a chance to talk about that. And I know a lot of you listening are cheer parents. So a lot of the ones that I that have come up to me and said, hey, we really appreciate you doing this. We enjoy it. A lot of you are cheer parents. And so you know how much of a challenge that is. And so get a chance to kind of go behind the scenes a little bit there. Also, want to mention we talked about winter sports and basketball. Soccer is going too. My man, uh, Coach Rodrigo, uh, he's got the girls going. They're blowing and going. I don't, I don't know exactly when they start playing games. I know, you know, basketball is different because we don't play football in the gym. However, they play soccer on the football field or, you know, whatever it is. So they're kind of delayed until football is over to play games or, or on the road. But we'll be talking to Coach Rodrigo some and then Coach Collins and the boys, of course. Um, Brett, if you think I have a bad practice in basketball until 7.30 or 8 some nights, my man – Coach Collins and Coach Rodrigo, they're practicing soccer sometimes until 9 or 9.30 because Ooh. of field availability. It's it's a yeah. challenge, um, but, but they're getting that done. Um, but anyway, so all that's going on. There's so much going on at Brook Hill right now. 
Um, and, and we, we hope actually, I saw a post on Facebook today from, um, the actual Brook Hill school account that just said, Hey, we understand there's a lot going on, follow our calendars, follow our social medias, and we'll make sure you know what's going on because there is a lot, uh, there's so many games and, and stuff going on. That's just in athletics. I know they had the one act play that the dinner theater was last week and there's all kinds of things are going on at the school, but, uh, but make sure and check that out and uh, make sure and check out NetSN on YouTube. You can see all the games they broadcast in the past, get the NetSN app. The, the pick them contest, it is not too late to get in. You're not going to win for the year. That's fine, but you can win for the week. Uh, you can be a weekly winner. Uh, you can come cheer me on as I'm seven games off the lead. I've got the whole playoffs to catch back up. <laughs> Hopefully I can get that. I think you're still ahead of me, Brett, by a few games. Um, but man, yeah, I've, I've kind of, I've kind of win. lost touch. I've kind of lost touch with the uh, the leader. He's kind of gotten ahead of me here. Uh, last week was rough. It was a rough. I feel like seven games is a lot for me to catch up with, but uh, but we'll see. Okay, so Friday seven thirty, NetSN app, Brook Hill, Arlington Grace Prep uh, playoff football game class. Or uh, excuse me, in football, I'm wrong. Division three area round playoff game. 7.30, Brett will be on the call with Vince Johnson, special guest Aaron Swink. That'll be fun. Uh, and uh, a lot more. And if we can talk, Coach Ryan, let me get mic'd up. Why not? Let's just mic it up and let's see what it – no, let's don't sit let's, let's, <laughs> That's a terrible – I was thinking I might volunteer to do that for a basketball game, but I don't even know if I should do that. Um, oh, yeah. That's that would be would be kind of fun. Yeah. It'd get me in trouble, perhaps. You just have to be on best behavior. <sighs> That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> Perfect. Man, we appreciate everybody joining this week. We are at 50, about 57 minutes. And I got to be honest, this is, this was this is my fear. When you get us together, this that's is what, what happens. happens. Hey, that's why, you, that's why you should tune in, though. You know, if you if you have an FHS, come check out that game Thursday night. Because uh, if you like listening to us, let's listen and talk about a, a football game. That would be a lot of fun. I'm scared our postgame show might last three and a half hours. Uh, that's, that's, they're gonna, uh, guys, we need y'all to leave the stadium, please. Uh, uh, it, it could happen. Anyway, all right, perfect. We appreciate you listening. We'll see you next week here on Fire the Cannon. sustained a bone joint work or sports injury problems with mobility or movement suffer with pain contact azalea orthopedics our specialists serve patients across east texas for proven trusted medical care you have a choice demand azalea